sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That's Tom Sides. And that's Sean Sides. How you doing, Thomas? I'm hearing you're having a pretty busy week. Yeah, man. I'm in Vancouver right now. I uh, just flew in this morning, and boy, are my arms tired. Um, <laughs> you, you can't not do that fucking dumb joke. It's a classic. Why are your arms tired? Because I flew in to Vancouver. Okay, I get it now. <laughs> do you actually not get that joke? It's like the oldest thing it went like right over my fucking. I don't fly, so I don't yeah. hear a lot of flying jokes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like your pun joke from last week, just dodged it like the Matrix. I loved it. <laughs> I know you did. This is what you love to do. Um. So yeah, no, I flew into Vancouver this morning. I got to do a whole bunch of like paperwork and stuff to get my job back, and then there's like no guarantee. Like I don't know when I start. Right. Is- kind of infuriating any kind of window at all do they tell you it'll if i'm going to guess two weeks from tomorrow okay that's not well that's still a long time i guess yeah but it's yeah like it's infuriating but it's better than a kick in the ass and uh my buddy arthur has been super chill he's letting me stay with him while i get this stuff figured out and then he's gonna let me stay with him in the uh early days because again like i'm hoping for a transfer so i've left like the car behind a bunch of my stuff still at the my mom's place just sitting pretty and then um hopefully hopefully the transfer comes sooner rather than later and then i can take off for the uh, next big adventure so like i'm really seeing the nation this year i'm really going from one end to the other i got yeah no kidding yeah true canadian man yeah. yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. But that's not even like the most exciting news. The most exciting news is we finally got a trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, and that's exciting. I'm so down. So down. I like how they gave us so much to look at in the trailer, but told us so little in the trailer. I, I love those trailers. I want yeah. to know nothing. I want to know nothing. I Me just want too. to be excited. I want my nipples to go like this. <laughs> and like i just want to be ready for it like don't give me away the whole story that's what big for problem sure. with like i can't watch comedy trailers because like no 90 of the good jokes are in the trailer and they like, always ruin the movie there's nothing worse than when you like go to the theater spend money to see a movie and you're like i've literally seen all the fucking funny parts before i walked in the door that's it's hard a, it's a fucking nightmare it is but uh, i gotta tell you i'm so excited like there's references to all these different uh villains coming in for and sure. what i really hope is that, like i'm really hoping for like a sinister six kind of beginning like i don't want any of them to go like i don't no. want them to leave at all i want them to have be like contained and have like a giant like spider-man cliffhanger <laughs> because like one of my big pet peeves with like the last 19 spider-man movies is that the bad guys always tend to die like yeah like i'm stoked that vulture went to prison that was clutch for me because that means he can escape or things can happen. And then we're seeing him in a Morbius trailer. So like shit's cooking over at Sony and Marvel. Right. For sure. It's annoying. Like what I like what you're saying, because when you finalize something and you have to try to kill them off, it's like, that's not really the way comics were. It was always like reoccurring and the bad guys back. Yeah. And yeah, you know, 
Like they either get away, like they're stopped, but they get away, which is like, I love that. Which is like, you've done your deed, but that guy's off to go back to the drawing board. It's like a For real sure. wily coyote kind of like story kind of thing. How great was it seeing Doc Ock? I'm so happy, but I'm hoping when he says hello, Peter, I'm hoping he says that to B- Toby Maguire. Yeah, I've seen that like, all over the internet. Yeah, so if they're like creating who's broken the timelines and stuff. So with all the stuff that's happening, I don't know who's responsible for fucking up the timeline now. Yeah. Is it Doctor Strange? Is it Sylvie? Was it Wanda becoming the Scarlet Witch? Like, yeah. what's happening in all of the <laughs> Marvel? Like, every single time you want to blame it on somebody, someone else fucks something up. Yeah. It's pretty wonderful in that sense, for sure. Yeah. The multiverse is birthing right now in so many different directions, right? Yeah. So, like, there's been hints at, like, Electro in that trailer. Uh, people are debating who that shadowy figure is. They're either saying it's um, Tom Hardy's Venom or uh, the lizard from The Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, I, and either one I would be fucking stoked for. For sure. It would be, it's really exciting to see it all coming to fruition something we've been dreaming about for a while in the spider-man franchise entering the mcu fully yeah. like it's gonna be interesting yeah. and was that Mur- matt murdoch in the fucking room with peter like i don't know man i don't I, know i just I, i'm so excited like and like i like that they're still keeping it hush hush like marvel does yeah. this thing is just like fucking lie say we haven't called you yet <laughs> and just fucking lie to them and even There's if they're pretty funny me, there's Sorry? a funny theory about uh, that they just hired Tobey Maguire and the other guy who played Spider-Man there just to come to the studio just to fuck with all the fanboys to make them think it's happening and then it's not going to happen. I think that would be that's that would be so mean. <laughs> like, and the worst part is is that they wouldn't lose a customer. Like, no, of course not. Yeah, and it would be funny if it's in like the post credits. You know what I mean? That's the scene where we see all of them like spring in, and you're just like, you bastards. You don't even get us. Like, we don't even see it till like Spider Man 4, and you're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> but no, but like, we're seeing Doc Ock again, who I gotta tell you, probably my favorite Spider Man villain from when I was a yeah, kid. Yeah, he was really creepy too. Like, the actor, yeah. he's he does a good job and, of and Doc Ock. Yeah, it's uh, Alfred Molina. Also, who was in the original Indiana Jones in the beginning? I'm not sure if you remember. He's the one that takes the whip. He goes, "Throw me the whip. Give me the idol." And oh like, well, yeah, that's totally uh, remember that. Yeah. yeah, that's funny. Uh, so, like, I'm stoked. Like, I'm stoked that he's back. The hint of Green Goblin, seeing that bomb and hearing that like Willem Dafoe laugh the way we always knew he had it. Yeah. Um, well, so like, there's also hints of like Sandman coming back. There's hints of just just sprinkled of just all these Spider-Man villains. And I really want fuck up Peter Parker's life, please. And thank you. I cannot <laughs> wait to see Like, I'm, I'm assuming this is going to be a crazy thing. Yeah. And this, and this trailer already like has been seen more times than Endgame in the first 24 hours of its release. Oh, nice. I didn't know that. That's funny. Like within its, I'm not surprised. Like within its release, I watched it like seven times. <laughs> Tom Holland is the shit, man. People like him. Like he's such a likable actor as well that I think he pulls in like people for this movie on his own too, right? Oh, a hundred percent. Plus, his baby face makes him probably the most film accurate Peter Parker we've ever received. Hundred percent. Toby McGuire was supposed to play a teenager, and he looked like he was forty-seven. <laughs> Nothing against Toby McGuire. 
I love those movies, but he wasn't fucking fooling anybody with that. Oh, no. I'm just 17 years old. No, you're not. <laughs> you clearly voted for 18 times. <laughs> when they came out with uh, those movies originally, I, I loved them. Like oh, yeah. the, fir- the first one more so. The second one was still good. Third one was like, what the fuck is happening? Well, I didn't. I don't care for the third one. The third no. one. Third one went a little off the rails. The first two, though, I hold yeah. dear to my heart. Yeah, I even too. find the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man like I like them both. I I have very little issue with either one. Like I watched I could, the first one of the Andy Garfields, and he cried like a little baby bitch, maybe like forty-seven times in the movie, so I couldn't get through it. His uncle just died, and then he has. We actually get a backstory on Peter Parker's parents, which we've never really gotten before. Yeah. I didn't. So, make, I fast forwarded through most of it. Not gonna lie, oh, it was fucking terrible. Oh, you know, you're just a heartless bastard that <laughs> just doesn't enjoy raw emotion. You're just like, if it's not Star Trek, I can't watch the entirety of something. Hey, hey did right. you watch fucking season three of Discovery? Michael Burnham cried the entire fucking series. <laughs> yeah, and you probably loved it, or maybe you just shut off because you're a fucking Vulcan. It was okay. Yeah, I, I did. I did tune into my Vulcan for that one a little bit, and like she was fucking raised by Vulcans. What the fuck are you like? I guess once you open the gates to emotion, you haven't been practicing them a lot. They fucking flood all over. I've seen that in older guys. I guess when they have like a grandchild, and all of a sudden they're like, just can't fucking speak ten words at a family event without bawling their eyes out for, from pride and all that shit because they never like controlled their emotions. You know, that's probably true. I still think you're a Vulcan though. I could be. Yeah. Um... But yeah, the, the to go back to this trailer, I'm just the excitement I have, like the jokes of Zendaya going like uh, Spider-Man probably uses his spider hypnosis to lure females. And you're just like, all right, <laughs> like they're just having fun with this. And with the uh, J. Jonah Jameson, like flying after flying off the handlebars. Uh, one thing I want that no one has been hinting at or anything. I want Jake Gyllenhaal to still be alive. Yeah. Who's to say that what he killed was not just a Mysterio thing? You know For what sure. I mean? Yeah, I 100% agree with you. I can see it. Yeah. So I'm just super down for more Spider-Man. Like, he's, he's, like Spider-Man has been my favorite character since I was a child. Nice. Uh, it goes like Spider-Man. Always been, it's always been number one, yeah. Well, like he's tied with Batman. Okay, but it was always like Batman, Spider-Man, like Wolverine, for like favorite comic book characters. Mine was Wolverine, Silver Surfer, Spider-Man, probably. Silver Surfer is kind of cool, but it's just like you just like the idea that he's just chilling on a surfboard, right? Well, for me, it was I got a bunch of his comics handed down to me, and so I like got right into that world and like the idea of Galactus and Thanos and like it's just really cool comics to read as a kid. Yeah, those intergalactic stuff is just unbelievable. The idea that he was like just a slave going to help his master suck the life out of planets and like the bipart, like I just like the, yeah. the backstory of it all. Because he too was a slave, right? Like that was the trade off. Like I'll spare your planet, but it comes at a price. Yeah, something like that. Um, we're also getting the release of Shang Chi this week. Are you uh, you gonna go to a movie theater? You think? I think that I'll probably categorize it with the Black Widow of like not something that's an emergency to see, but when it's on TV for free, I'll have a watch at it just because they're side characters. And you know what I mean? It's not like at the forefront of the Marvel Universe by any means. It's like the back, back, seventh back burner, you know? 
I think you're being a little bit ignorant. <laughs> or I'll say it in terms that you'd understand. You're being a little bit ignorant. <laughs> I, I just like, knew that would bother you. I it, will it, see them. I will. It, but I'm not it, in a rush. It, it actually bothered me a whole lot, to be honest. <laughs> because <laughs> right off the bat, Black Widow was fantastic. Yeah. I've heard that, like, for side character movies, it's one of the better ones, You're for the sure. fucking worst. She's part of the six. <laughs> She's an OG Avenger. I would argue the first Avenger, because she was already working for S.H.I.E.L.D., okay? Captain America was just frozen for a long time. S.H.I.E.L.D. didn't exist. Sure. Was there... Older. Is there a Black Widow comic series or is it just developed since the movies to like add a female role? I'm not sure. I wasn't sure. I think you're being a dick right now, but in case you're just being curious, <laughs> she's been around for years. Okay. Just wondering if she was like, a, you know, Stan Lee did Iron Man, Spider-Man, and then Black see, Widow. See, is this kind of backwards thinking is why we're not getting that many female characters in the MCU? <laughs> Because in your head, it's like 1977 going, no, 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 let's leave all the hero work to the men over here. Actually, Wonder Woman's, Wonder Woman's one of my favorites. But yeah. I'm just saying, it's in the MCU, I just didn't hear of her much. You know what I mean? Not, I guess that's because they didn't put her out there for me to see. But it's just one of those like background characters that you kind of see at times in the Avenger movies. You know what I mean? Like they'll do a quick scene with her just to like add her into the movie. But she's heavily, where is this like, it's one thing if you're making like an accurate point, but she's heavily featured. She was kind of featured. She was in like when Thor and Iron Man were talking, she was like at the table, right? Like, I know what you mean, but. I don't like this one bit. Not, <laughs> not even the slightest. You're not giving ScarJo or uh, Scarlett Johansson or, or Natasha. Don't get me. <laughs> and I'll get into it. I'm going to eat these words. I'll watch Black Widow one day. Black Widow is not just a cool superhero movie. It's one of the best spy movies I think I've ever seen. Yeah. Just like with the espionage and it's just dumb fun and David Harbour warms your heart at the same time. He's a dickhead and he's just great. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Florence Pugh, she comes in and kind of steals the show. She's just awesome. And where, where the where story is going to go leading into um, leading into Hawkeye, I'm just excited. Right. Is Hawkeye going to be a movie or a show? It's going to be a series. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. Coming out, I think, in 20... It's either November or... I, I got to look that up, but I'm pretty sure it's November. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So I, that's going to be pretty sweet. But to go back to the Spider-Man of it all, just so stoked for everything that's happening. And I honestly, if they put out another trailer before the movie comes out in December, I'm worried about watching it because I don't... I don't want these surprises ruined for me. Like, yeah, no, like I'm cool with the Doc Ock because Alfred Molina's already gone on record saying like he's back. Yeah, right? for sure. And, and... No, I agree with you. It's hard. Like, I try to avoid um, having expectations for things that I want to enjoy. Like I've talked to you about before. I don't want to go in with like it's gonna be the best fucking thing I've ever seen in my fucking because you're all hyped. Yeah, that the previews bring that to you. Like, just watch the first one. I usually rarely watch the second trailer for things. Yeah. Just, unless it's like a TV show because, you know, it's just such a small portion of what you're going to see. But in a movie, it's like, fuck, I don't want that ruined for me. So there's a fan theory going on right now. And I hate to bring up this because we've been talking about this character since WandaVision. That it's not Doctor Strange that does the spell, yeah. but it's Mephisto. Interesting. <laughs> because in the comic book, 
to save Aunt May, I think he makes a deal with Mephisto, but the deal is I'll save her, but Mary Jane will not remember that you, you're Spider-Man, and then that kind of ruins their whole relationship. Right. I vaguely remember that, actually, now that you're bringing that up. Yeah. So but it the goes reason, in line. Now, I know that we've been calling Mephisto for like in every Marvel series since. Yeah. But I got to say, the reason why this kind of makes sense to me is why the fuck would Doctor Strange fuck with the space time multiverse at all, knowing full well what would happen? Like he he should know what happens. You, for you, sure. You, it seems like a rookie move. Yeah, you're the sorcerer supreme. Like, unless it's just pure arrogance, which yeah. his character does have. Yeah. But, like, he's already seen what happens when you fuck with time and space. There was something that was seemed wonky to him about me in the trailer as well. You know what? I, like, he just seemed not quite the regular Doctor Strange. Well, he's wearing sweatpants, for one. Yeah, yeah, that adds to it. <laughs> uh, like, that, that, like, right off the bat was just like, all right. I mean, you got money and you're a sorcerer, but sure. Rock some sweats. Do you, baby boo, with a cape. Fine. It's funny. I've seen that guy in the streets of Montreal before. I give him a couple of loonies and I carry on with my day, but whatever, <laughs> Dr. Strange. Also, I want to know why it's so snowy in the Sanctum Sanctorum. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. I don't know, maybe post, I don't know. We're going to find out, though. I can tell oh, you that much. Yeah. Do you know when is the release date scheduled for that? December I didn't... 17th. Ooh, Christmas movie. Oh, yeah. I... Like, there's a lot of movies now. Like, I haven't seen Suicide Squad yet, and I've just been toying back and forth of, like, do I go to a movie theater? Do I, like, but I think I'm going to go. I'm going to try and check it out eventually. Like, it's something that I need to do. I'm looking forward to getting out to go to a movie again. Like, once fall comes, it's going to be easier to do these things because summer is just fucking insanely busy, right? Every weekend is booked. Yeah. Usually, like, my entire June is booked. I'll have two weekends to figure out something to do in July and all of August is booked. Oh, I know. It's It's shuffling to do the podcast has been insane. Yeah. It's been, we've been shuffling back and forth between, Oh fuck, I'm busy. Oh shit. I'm busy. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Even like, like, and we want to do it during the week or something, just bang one out. And then all of a sudden it's just, it's been a fucking long day, man. I, I, Oh yeah, for sure. I know we just talked, but. When I work like the 10 and a half, 11, sometimes 12 hour days, I'm just like, dude, I ain't giving you the best of me right now. (laughs) Yeah, And like, even like the last two weeks have been pretty brutal for like me just figuring out my, my life here. Yeah. Um, I I haven't, I've done like very minimum, minimal promotion of the podcast and a lot of like, like it's been lacking on my part and it's just. We had the like little kerfuffle there where we didn't drop right away Monday morning and it was kind yeah. of fun too because I had people messaging me yo where the fuck's the podcast yeah what the fuck see that was a little <laughs> bit my fault see what happens is like you upload it and it's like it's just like a random bar it goes you're at 85 percent and then I was just watching cartoons waiting for it to get 100 percent and I thought enough time had gone by that I didn't even think to check it I was just so tired I closed my laptop and it had stopped at like 93 percent and I went Jesus. oh fuck I didn't realize so the next morning and I had to go to work. So it's not like I could have just pressed redo because the moment my computer falls asleep, that bar stops. Yeah, of course. I hate that shit. And it's like, you do you think that I didn't want to finish what I was doing? Yeah. You fucking asshole computer. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. that's annoying. Yeah. Um, so that's I was going to 
I was going to ask you, did you get a chance to watch Lower Decks episode one or two? I've watched one, two, and three. And oh, I you're one ahead? <laughs> it is fantastic. Isn't it's, it fun? Oh, it. All the like shots they take at old Star Trek. Yeah. I'm so it makes me so happy. Cause like, it is. Like, what? You want to be on the Enterprise? That boring ship? All they do is <laughs> Shakespeare plays and play like classical music. <laughs> What a nightmare it must be. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're so accurate. Like, this was a conversation I used to have with my buddy all the time. Like, like, are they just starved for entertainment? They only like they got up to like Sherlock Holmes, and that was like the last thing they got to <laughs> for entertainment. Somehow the rest of the entertainment, like, there's not like there's no one on this ship that like had like I really like Tom Cruise movies. I'm For just sure. Mission Impossible. They didn't know plugs like that. They could have fucking sold out a little bit. Like, how awesome would it have been to have like Wesley Crusher rebelling against Beverly, listening to some music from the 1980s? Fucking Van Halen pumping <laughs> yeah. out his goddamn speaker. Well, like, <laughs> they're owned by Paramount. So think of all like the Paramount movies that came through at that era that you could just promote within Star Trek: The yeah. Next Generation by having a holodeck. Now, granted, like no one wants to shell out the cash of like what a cameo could be, but you could even just say like, no, I'm just been hollow decking, climbing this mountain, much like Tom Cruise did in mission impossible too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. If they Wayne's world, star Trek, it'd be really fucking funny. Oh, I, I, I would, I would have like mixed feelings about it. <laughs> these, these Doritos from Klingonar really got better after they took them here. They're yeah. so good. You can yeah. get them now at your local convenience. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And it's the choice of a new generation. Yeah. I uh, actually watched Wayne's World today on the plane. They have put oh, out nice. like, classic comedies on, on there. And yeah, I've uh, I watched that. Uh, well, I got like an hour and a bit into that. I watched that um, Seth Rogen a movie on uh, HBO Max called uh, American Pickle. That looks. I'm not, I, I don't want to keep shitting on things, but like, what the fuck happened to that guy's career? He was like on top of the world for a while. And then now he's like full Adam Sandlering it, where he's just making these weird ass movies that you're just like, what the fuck is this shit that uh, I'm honestly, seeing? Honestly, right that and The Long Shot, amazing movies. What is The Long Shot? The Long Shot is him and um, Charlize Theron. And okay. she's like the Secretary of State and she used to babysit him when they were like kids. Yeah. And he turned out to be like a political writer on like a magazine that gets fired because he's like super intense about his political views. And then she hires him as a writer. And then it's like a mix of like a romantic comedy with political issues and stuff. Andy Circus is in it and he steals the fucking movie. Huh. Cause you don't realize it's Andy Circus until you go, who played that guy? And you go to IMDb. Interesting. Yeah. But don't shit on American Pe- Pickle because. Honestly, it was great. Yeah. Start to finish. So is funny. this like Thomas's appreciation of goofy comedy, like where you're reaching a little bit to find the quirky, cute parts of it, like to make it good? Or are you saying this is like a solid fucking movie that will go down for the ages, Sean? Uh, I, I, I don't know if it's going to go down for the ages, <laughs> but I got to tell you, man, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And my favorite part of this is when they go to explain the science of how this because the premise is so seth rogan's great great grandfather herschel greenbaum is working at a pickle factory 
And but his job is to kill the rats with a fucking club. Right. And while trying to kill a rat, he falls into the pickle brine and it is perfectly preserved for a hundred years because of the pickle brine. Right. And then when they go to the scientist to explain it, it goes to a narration of the guy who the older uh, Seth Rogen and he goes, and then the scientists explained it perfectly and everyone understood. And <laughs> like, you never get the science to it because <laughs> you can't do the science to it. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Makes sense. But I got to tell you, it's, it's a very good and it's a very wholesome movie. I wouldn't shit on Seth Rogen, man, because he's putting out stuff that you don't even know about. Like his stuff, his work as an executive producer He's an executive producer on The Boys, which is an amazing fucking show. Yeah. I yeah. liked him a lot. Like, I haven't... I've kind of fallen off the movie train of current and relevant movies, but yeah. he put out a couple that I, you know, didn't enjoy as much. And you, it would always just like, I don't know, that uh, Judd Apatow movies that he did, awesome. Yeah. Freaks and Geeks, awesome. Pineapple Express, awesome. Like, there's a lot of really good Seth Rogen, but there's been a few where I was like, eh, well, I don't they, know they also don't make comedies anymore. Like, yeah, if you really think about it, you, they don't make comedies because a lot of comedies are uh, situational and based, and movie companies are only interested in making that China money. Yeah. Chinese people aren't going to go to a Seth Rogen movie where he's like, yeah, when I lived in Vancouver, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they don't understand what the fuck's going on. Yeah, like so, like they want the Chinese markets, so they don't accommodate because what's funny to us is not funny to everybody. Yeah, that's true. And also, we live in a world of you got like there is no joke that is not at anybody's expense. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's really it's hard. Just, it's the way it is. If you're making a joke, it is at someone's offense for sure. It's hard because like we start to grow accustomed to the world the way it's become, you know, which isn't necessarily a bad way. But it's kind of like some of the comedians, especially when you go back, like I've been going back and watching uh, um, what Bert Kreshner and what's his buddy? Tom Segura? Yeah, Paul Se- Tom, Tom Segura. Segura. Tom Segura, yeah, sir. Much like your cousin Tom Sides. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, so I went back and like watched both of a bunch of their comedy specials because I hadn't ever seen them. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, but like some of the stuff you're like, oh, that's a little close. That's a little close to the edge. And same with Rogan. Like, I like it because they're just talking about real shit and they're not, they're comedians. So they're just joking around. It's fucking funny. Yeah. But it's hard because like guys like them, yeah, they've switched to the podcast world a lot to like yeah. be able to still put out content, but it must be challenging in a way for like stand up comedians. Um, I mean, I live in the world of I take the Bill Burr advice of you just don't get the Internet for three days. People have tried to cancel Bill Burr anytime he speaks publicly. Pretty much. Yeah. And if but it goes away immediately. Like, did you watch his SNL like just his uh, um, his monologue was what what show was it? Sorry. Saturday Night Live. Oh, no, I've never seen that show. Um, um we've been through this already okay yeah, but he sorry. did a monologue for snl that just shat on white women <laughs> and it was so funny and it pissed off white women everywhere oh like here he goes mansplaining yeah that's the fucking joke like that's like that's what it is <laughs> like 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 you gotta understand like this is what he's making fun of like he's seeing the irony here and then everyone gets up in arms but he doesn't look at the internet for three days and it just goes away because someone's going to get pissed off about something else. That makes sense. I, I really like Bill Burtz. I find him like what I find my reaction to him is funny because I don't want to like him. 
there's just something about him that just fucking like he's just greasy in certain ways that bothers me. Oh. But every time I listen to him, he's so fucking funny and I love him. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's like someone I don't want to like, but I fucking like because he's oh. funny as shit. I, I, but like, like if I just I see that. If I just see like a, a small clip of his, I'm like, fuck, that guy's such an asshole. Or I don't like that guy. Yeah. But then I keep listening and I'm like, I fucking love that guy. I just and I that's his, that's his gift as a comedian. His his gift is taking a subject where you are going to disagree with him. Yeah. And then he's going to change your mind. For sure. And that's or how gonna, I like him. make he, you I see like it him. differently. And, it, I fucking and it's love just, the guy. And it's it's done with such comedy. And it like, like he had this whole bit about hitting women. Which we can all agree, it's something you shouldn't do. Yeah. We at Two Sides of the Story do not condone hitting women <laughs> or hitting people in general. Depending on the circumstances. I'll get into that in a second, but continue. Okay. You're on your own on that one. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he has this whole bit about it. And you can't help but laugh because it's just like how he presents it is fucking hilarious. For sure. Okay, so back to the hitting women. Yeah, um, go ahead. Have you ever? Have you ever on how you're gonna do this? But go ahead. Have you ever hit a woman? No, no. Is that it? Ask me now. Ask me now. Come on, Sean. Have you ever hit a woman? You're goddamn right, I have. And All you know right. why? Because you're a monster. No, because I used to train in martial arts, and you have to spar <laughs> sometimes with girls. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all where this where I thought this was going. No, I know. That's what's funny about it, because I knew you were like, oh fuck. Okay, well, we had a good 21 episodes and yeah. now we've been canceled. What no, but like if you when you're training with a girl, like I, I particularly trained with one girl who was, you know, six two broader shoulders than me, like a really tall, big girl. Yeah. And if I'm don't spar back, she's gonna beat the shit out of me, Thomas. And you need to do it because like if you're pulling punches when you're sparring with someone you're not getting them ready for the real life you know what yeah. i mean and so you have to kind of like have some reality to it obviously there was gear involved and stuff yeah. like that we weren't just bare knuckle beating the fuck out of each other yeah but it's part of like the training that you it was a weird thing because you're raised not to hit a woman but then when you get into martial arts training you're like well i, I, I kind of doing her a favor by throwing punches at her because then she knows how to like take them and defend against them and all that kind of shit right so i just find it funny when that comes up and someone's like you should never hit a woman I'm like well you, you shouldn't hit a woman, yes, but you should hit a woman because if you're, you know, under the right circumstances. I would rephrase the beginning of that sentence. I would go, you shouldn't hit a woman. However, as a <laughs> martial artist, I've had this discussion too. Like, like, I wouldn't have a problem. Like, if a female friend of mine was at a bar, yeah, the unlikeliest of scenarios, you know, like, like that bar scene where a guy would bump into another dude, knock out his drink and be like, yo, I'm sorry, man. But then a fight breaks out. Even yeah. like, so if that ever happened between two females and I knew the one that was like, that made the mistake, but is now getting shit for no reason. Yeah. And like a, like a girl, like attacked my friend. I don't think I would have a problem with like throwing her off of her and then like getting ready for whatever, like, onslaught was coming my way afterwards of course well you have to back up your friends and your family yeah. there's a line between other humans drawn when it comes to yeah. that kind of thing yeah i didn't expect us to talk about hitting women this much on the podcast no me neither to be honest <laughs> it just kind of came out of nowhere <laughs> yeah. um but yeah like so like i've had i've tried to have that discussion with like a friend of mine because i brought up the bill burr bit of like saying just the like 
to say that you shouldn't hit a woman just takes away all the reason of like like by saying you shouldn't do it and it happens takes out all the reasons of why like there's no like due process of like 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 if i were to fuck with it like he, he says like if i was fucking with a snake if i got bit by a snake wouldn't you ask questions like what yeah. were you doing were you fucking with it did you not see it you'd ask a question or two for sure but like again like really want to say that we do not condone hitting women unless it's in martial arts apparently yeah or one more circumstance if there's like the thing on facebook where it says would you hit your third at for a million dollars and your third at happens to be a woman like you should probably probably like you know hit her too maybe work out a contract or something like kind of a 50 50 split kind of i don't think she'd mind in the like if you're giving her five hundred thousand dollars for one punch yeah. I think that she'd be okay with it too. I've seen those pop up on Facebook or Instagram from time to time. Would you do this to your third app for this much money? Yeah. You, you kind of got to do it to your third app, bro. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, now that we're kind of talking about, so I was having breakfast with um, Marty and my niece uh, yesterday. And my <laughs> you niece, didn't, was, you didn't punch your niece, did you? Let me tell my story. <laughs> um, so like my niece is like lying on the chair. And when I see her there, I just give her a couple pats on the back. Like, yeah, she goes, you hit me. I go, okay. First of all, <laughs> no, I didn't. It's a love pat. But she crawls under the table, goes back to her dad. and goes, uncle Tommy hit me hard. Okay. First off kid, if I hit you hard, you would be in tears right now. You're not. Okay. <laughs> we can all agree. Uncle Tommy did not hit you hard. And I gave you love taps because I was happy to see you. And then she's like, no, I'm like, all right, let's argue with a four-year-old because <laughs> an adult male hitting a little girl is so wrong. So let's not play this game right now, kid. <laughs> so I had to deal with that. Luckily, my buddy was there, saw what happened, and went like, okay, kid. No. Okay. It's good to have witnesses for sure. Oh, my God. God forbid I babysit and then like I do something similar and then she, she comes back. Uncle Tommy hit me. No, <laughs> not how we're retelling the story. <laughs> Monday morning. Oh, hello, class. How was everyone's weekend? What did you do this weekend? Well, my uncle Tommy came over and he hit me really hard a couple times. <laughs> and that's why I'm in Vancouver now. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's smart. Switch the city. Switch the city, hey, bro. Yeah, just, Anywho. Yeah, low, <laughs> low key, low profile. Pretty no, much. no. It, it, like, it was just weird how that, like, that's what her thought process was because it was clearly just like if i were to give you a hug and a pat on the back at the same time it would have been that for sure kids are funny and they're figuring out the world especially at four right they're getting everything figured out they're becoming little adults yeah (laughs) and then she was just like fine with me right after like of course good and she's like oh yeah i'm like yeah just know that snitches get stitches all right (laughs) that's awesome yeah yeah, I didn't have the crazy weekend you had of like flying to Vancouver and all that shit, but I did go partying at the lake again, which was a lot of fun. Nice. Played some ladder golf. Ladder oh. golf? Yeah, where you throw the like two balls on the string at the three fucking things and then you could try and wrap it around. Your variations of the game golf that you keep coming, bringing back to this podcast <laughs> and not actually playing golf. Yeah. Is throwing me through a fucking loop. <laughs> it's non-stop isn't it i actually have a correction to make too 
I I didn't even realize that I did this, but I got called out. I said something on the podcast that wasn't true, and I fucked it up. And I think that you're gonna enjoy it. You tell. So, the queen of the cornhole, she brought up to me that she did not eliminate me in the third round. She eliminated me in the first round. My mind just kind of changed those facts because of the alcohol. So I thought I'd just make that little public correction for my sweet honey pie there. Cause she's like, you son of a bitch. I didn't knock you out in the third round. I knocked you out in the first round. And I was like, Oh yeah, I suppose you, you did. were like an immediate loser. That's hilarious. Yes. See, I got put into the B group because I lost the first game. So I kept playing. That's where the confusion came in, in my own head. It had nothing to do with pride. Cause I have no problem losing, Yeah. but it was just one of those funny things that I was like, yeah, I should probably tell the truth about that. Well, if you're going to lose, at least lose to the winner of the whole damn thing, right? You know this, man. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, ladder golf. Pretty fun. You throw the two balls on the strings at the thing. That was a hoot. Got very drunk. It was another mojito weekend with shots mixed in. Yeah. Good time. fucking do it, eh? You uh, ever had the coffee tequila? Uh, once it's okay. I'm not big on coffee liquor unless like I'm so mixing sweet. it with actual coffee. It's really fucking sweet. Yeah, like the that's something that goes into my cup of coffee if I'm gonna like start strong and, and yeah. then continue. Like, but I'm like to just have willy nilly. No, thank you. That's fair. I'll um, just take anything. So my Friday night. Um. Well, actually, I'll start a day sooner. So my Thursday night, uh, I was supposed to have dinner at my buddy Morgan's and because he wasn't like feeling too good. He didn't prep Wednesday and then started feeling better Thursday, but was just ill prepared. So he ended up canceling cooking uh, dinner for me and a bunch of other people. So uh, I ended up asking if I wanted to go to dinner anyway, like not him cooking, but we went to the keg. Nice. So apparently people are fucking back in full force. It was like an hour wait to get a table at the keg. So instead of like waiting there, we went to a bar across the road, had a couple pints. And then like, once I get a few drinks in me and I only do this with my buddy Morgan, maybe I do this with other people, but I do this often (laughs) with my buddy Morgan. Whereas there's like any pretty woman, I start talking shit to her about him for him. And it doesn't do any good. (laughs) So, so at one point, I'm telling the bartender, hey, do you like steaks? And she's just like, yeah, I do. I go, oh, you got to go to the best steakhouse in Montreal. And she's like, where is it? I'm like, it's on uh, insert Morgan Street here. Yeah. I won't give that away on the podcast. God forbid. Nice. And she goes, where is it on that one? What's it called? I go, Morgan's house. And like the amount of eye rolls that I was getting. <laughs> I just, like to me, like to me, it's really funny. I like that. Yeah, that's really funny. So, like, to me, it's really funny. To everybody else, maybe not so much, but, like, I'm really entertaining myself, and I'll just continue of saying, like, like just whatever nonsense that comes to mind. Like, I like I, he texted me some of the bullshit I said. I want to see if I can find any of it. Um, uh, I, yeah, I'm going to have to do some scrolling here because we text quite a bit, but like how I, I, the amount of fucking nonsense I said, uh, oh yeah. Like, Cause he makes like a killer salad. Yeah. Like, honestly, it was like the best salad I've ever had. Okay. Well, before you carry on, I need to know a little bit more about this salad. What the, what kind of lettuce, what kind of it's, shit? Like, it's what do you normal, got? like it's normal romaine lettuce and it's like, he barely 
does any like adds anything. What it is, it's this homemade secret like family recipe vinaigrette. Okay. That just takes it up a fucking notch and it's just damn delightful. Huh. Interesting. And I keep asking him for the recipe to make it for myself, and he refuses to all the time. And it's very infuriating because I want it, and now I don't live in the city anymore. I want that salad. That's tough. So anyway. You should tell Morgan to bottle that shit and start selling it, and that could be his claim to fame. Yeah, if he's listening, Morgan, uh, get on that shit. The Paul Newman thing? Yeah, but Morgan Newman, we'll call him. (laughs) So anyway... uh, I go like, yeah, she go to Mor- uh, Morgan's best steak you'll have. Also, you like salad? She's like, hold on, you're offering me steak and now you're talking about salad? I'm like, hold on. This is how good the fucking salad is. Okay? <laughs> it's so good that I'm talking about this ahead of the fucking steak. It is fucking by and far the best thing you'll ever have. Like, it's fucking unreal. Uh, so, like, yeah, it was just a lot of, like, talking nonsense and talking shit. Did it work out for Morgan, that bartender talk with the salad and the steak do we have a date set not at all yeah i know like a year ago before like bars closed he tried asking her out but he was at the bar on his birthday fucked out of his gourd and he's sitting there going yeah we should go out sometime and she's just like i don't even know like i don't even know you (laughs) and he was like yeah and i'm sitting beside him trying not to make eye contact because like i was getting secondhand (laughs) embarrassment for him (laughs) like if you're gonna ask someone out stand up yeah pretty much there's like it's really funny because there's a fine line between it working perfectly and it not fucking working at all which is really fun to watch sometimes when you see your buddies doing that yeah because they're trying so hard and you're just like dude just 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 no yeah i just go for the laugh and hope for the best that's why that's my big motto i just like it yeah if it's funny perfect if not then like you know no no harm done i was going for a joke here so we're good um so yeah, so that was like Thursday. So like then we have dinner and we start talking nonsense to the waitress there. And we go back to the bar and then like, you know, it was a whole fucking thing. Friday night, I go to my first sporting event in a, like two years. Wow. Watch the Montreal Al- Alouettes versus the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Nice. Tiger Cats fucking played well and they won 20 to 10. I lost a hundred bucks. I put a hundred bucks on the Alouettes to win. And good try, good try. Yeah, I don't do sports gambling, and every single time I do, I always lose. You think I'd yeah. learn my lesson, but I, I do it so sporadically, like periodically. I like to have a little fun with it. You know what I mean? Nice. I like. I'm the same way, but I gotta stop. Like, I only ever bet on my favorite team to winning like crucial games that matter a lot. Yeah. And I, I've lost a lot of fucking money in the last twenty years. Yeah. It's a bet I wish I didn't made, but hey, can't win them all. Anyway, no. so we watch that game, and we're having a couple, like, consistent drinks. I'm starting to slow down a little bit, but the game ends. And, like, you know how, like, outside at, like, where the Eskimo, or sorry, the Elks play, they have, like, security with their, like, little golf carts and stuff? Yeah. You've seen those? Yeah. Well, they had a bunch of them parked where we exit, and a buddy of mine saw that they had the keys still in the golf cart. Bunch of my friends stole the fucking golf cart and i was like walking ahead so i didn't see that this was happening until i saw them like drive right by me i'm like what the fuck is happening here that is so amazing and like they had like the audacity to not let me get in with them but whatever <laughs> fucking rude. like you're in a vehicle pull up beside a brother let a guy get in yeah no shit but the best part is no one stopped them 
Nobody. They must have drove past like five different security guards, and I don't think any of them get paid enough to be like, hey, stop yeah. it. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> so, so what? I need to know more. Like, continue. Yeah. So they just take it down the hill. And like whenever there's like an LOS games, like police are shutting down streets so people can get by and all that stuff. Yeah. It's a real shit show to get around. So what they do is like they evade the police, take it onto like this back bike path, and there's like a little like park area near the field, and they ditch it in some trees. Later we find it somewhere else. I mean, someone else took it. Nice. And like they all like there's three of them, and all of them took a turn driving. And it's just like holy fuck, like. You ever witness something so stupid and then get so upset that you weren't involved? I do, yeah. One very rarely, but once in a while. Yeah. yeah. It was one of those things where like, fuck, like I wish I like slowed down just a second, like just to be like, I want to be part of this. Yeah. There's also like that side of it, but we'll see where the fallout comes in and when they check the security footage and they post these guys' pictures in the newspaper and you might have made the right choice by not fucking having that. <laughs> Maybe. What I do know is someone at security is 100% losing their job. Yeah, no shit. You left a fucking golf cart? Yeah. Yeah. So we start walking down the street, and everyone's like three sheets to the wind, except for yours truly, because I'm a fucking champion. Good boy. And we're walking, and uh, my buddy sees these two girls walking. And he pushes my other friend into them. And like he loses balance and he grabbed one of them and then he lets go. He goes, I'm so sorry. And she's just like, get the fuck off of me. Like she thought that, like she thought that he just did that. Yeah. She didn't see him be pushed. Yeah. And it was like a whole thing. So now he's super embarrassed. She's pissed off. And the other one just starts sprinting because he knows that he just did like that. That is so, <laughs> so bad. Oh, it was fucking. Then we all decide, and by we all decide, one of us decides that we should go to Chez Paré. Chez Paré is a very famous strip club. Okay. Uh, it's like, you know, I'm pretty pristine. I had never been before. I'm not a big strip club guy. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just not. Agreed. But like, my buddy said he'd cover the entrance fee and that he was going to buy a bottle, pay for bottle service. Nice. So my rationale is I don't have to pay to get in. I don't have to pay for drinks. Yeah. I'm cool with all of that. Yeah, I could, I'd be the same way, of course. How could you say no to that? My other buddy didn't want to go at all, but I don't know. Like when someone said that he was going to pay for the entrance fee and then pay for a uh, ball service, he kind of like changed his tune a little bit. Yeah. But we thought we were going to go for a drink and then we're, we're going to like fuck off to a bar. That didn't happen. So we're sailing, we're chatting and like, I'm not sure. Like, are you a big strip club guy? Like, have you gone? I've been like when I was 18, like yeah. the hurrah party where 18 yeah. we can go. So, but so I took like, a guy once too to try to pick up chips, which whole other story. That's not where you do that. No, it, it worked just fine, but not for him because he would prefer to watch the drinks as opposed to going and talking to girls with us anyways. Okay. The I want to hear that story afterwards. Anyway. Someday. Um, so like we're there and like all the strippers like you know they, they want to make a buck right so they come yeah. to the table and all that stuff one came to me and i was just like yeah no like i'll pay like do a little thing here at the table and she's like whatever like i'm there i might as well like lean into it a little bit enjoy myself you're such a slut continue yeah. what a whore am i uh, anyway <laughs> then she starts talking to me and she's like you know to me you're like the hottest guy in this place uh-huh and 
yeah, but like also, like, I've I've seen me. Yeah, don't do that. Like, don't, like, <laughs> don't lie. And I'm just like, like you can tell, like it, it off put me. And I just went like, thanks. And she goes like, what's that? And then she starts getting pissed off with me. And I'm just like, I like, and then I'm like, what's going on? Like I don't like I don't know what's happening. Like, yeah. Listen, let's be honest. Your job is to get money from me, and you're trying to pump my tires, which is nice of you, but it's not going to work because, like, come on now. Yeah. Like, if anything, I'm moderately handsome. <laughs> I'm okay looking at best. Calling me the hottest guy here when I'm at a table of dudes that fucking are hockey players and fucking athletes. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 <laughs> you gone too far. And then, like, yeah, but she started, like, arguing with me. I'm just like, listen, here's a 20. Thanks for the effort. Thank you. And then she just got, like, upset and left. (laughs) I guess when you're, like, it's like you're in a small theater and you're watching Macbeth be acted out in front of you and you're like, no, I don't fucking think so. Your Macbeth ain't doing it for me. Can you you start over? It's just funny from that perspective because she's running a routine, right? So then. Yeah. So we get the. We get the bottle service and another stripper comes um, to, uh, you know, see she can peddle her wares. Yes. And uh, so she's like, ah, who wants to do shots? So she starts pouring herself and like who's ever at the table shots, which I got to say is a power move and very rude Mm -hmm. because it's ours. Yeah. They will. It's their job. They want you to drink. So you'll spend more money. I understand. It's shitty. But that's kind of rude. So she starts pouring shots. Now, I am 31 years old. I am not doing shots of straight vodka. Like, not doing that at all. Oh, I'm, Thomas. No, I'm, I'm sorry. It's just not At happening. all? Just vodka? Or is it just... Uh, vodka, like, I'll do shots of Jameson, but I got to be, like, feeling myself. But, like, shots of vodka? Never. Shots of gin? Never. Shots of tequila? On occasion. Wow. Like, I got to be in a mood for it. But, like... Okay. But vodka or gin are fucking nanes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I understand that. I'm the same. So so she pours this whole like shots in these little like plastic cups that came with the bottle. And then like while she's pouring, I'm going, fuck this. And I pour the vodka in my drink. So I've now mm-hmm. turned like my normal beverage into a double, which is much more tolerable. Yes. And we go do cheers. And I'm using my big ass fucking fingers to cover the fact that <laughs> I have emptied this fucking thing. And then everyone does a shot and then and and then my my buddy i'm not dropping names here because i don't want to get anyone in trouble of course yeah it's best to just stay buddy so i gotta stay vague so like buddy number three over here to my right he he did the shot and then he starts pouring but now that he's a little bit bomb we start free like we're we're free pouring it's not like you know so he does like a fucking stiff one a buddy another guy at the table buys me a lap dance which is very kind of him so he bought me like a couple of songs and they take me to that other like room and then they do their thing and then i come back right that buddy's gone the buddy that like had the stiff drink yeah. he's gone i go like where'd he go and like, uh, i don't know his hat's gone because you're not allowed to wear hats in this place which is whatever it's like it's a, it's a strip club like yeah that's you're gonna go ahead whatever. and call it a classy establishment but whatever i follow the rules I'm yeah. not gonna fuck with, I don't fuck with bouncers. No, thank you. No. So, um, uh, guy disappeared. Guy disappeared. Uh, and then I see I have a missed call from him on my phone. And I left it at the table with my buddies. I go, I check on him. 
He's outside, just fucking healed over, crouched over, hitting. <laughs> and he's on the phone. This is like with his wife. Oh, and he just, just like the drunkest I've ever seen him. Keep in mind, fifteen minutes before that, he was fine. Crazy. A fifteen minute window where he just went zero to a hundred, just out of his fucking gourd. So you know, I step up as a friend, like. Listen, I, I've had a little bit to drink. I haven't had a lot to drink. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I know my limits. Yeah. I would never put myself behind the wheel if I couldn't do it. For sure. But I was good enough to get, like, we took a truck downtown. We were going to leave it there. We we're going to Uber back. But I was looking at Uber prices to get back. It's 80 fucking dollars. Jesus. Listen here. Like, I'm not Daddy Warbucks. I'm not fucking spending that kind of money. Yeah, no fucking shit. But um, what I could do is I would take the $20. And spend it uh, on a cab to get to uh, to the truck, and right. then take everyone home. So, like, I say this to my buddies: they they were gonna go somewhere else. So, three of them, we, we part ways. Three of them take an Uber. They go back to uh, our area, and um, the buddy that's fucking hammered is with me, and my other buddy that had like was in a bad mood is with me. Mm-hmm. So, this other friend of mine. The one that's fucked up. Yeah. The one who's fucked up is just uh, like he's keeled over and he's spitting. And then I, I go, so here's the plan. I'll get us an Uber from here to here. It's nine minutes. Uh, we'll get to the truck. We'll take the truck to your place, drop you off. I'll drop him off. And then we'll, you know, we'll, we'll be okay. Call an Uber. Uber comes. And, and I'm like, hey, man, time to get an Uber. And he's just like, nah, fucking what now? <laughs> no, no, no. You don't understand. Like, <laughs> we got to go. Like, you got to get home. You're fucked up. And I talked to the Uber guy. I go, listen, here's the deal. I don't think he's going to vomit. But no, he's fucked out of his fucking gourd. I just want to get him home safely. We're going for nine minutes. I'm going to take the odds on this one. Like, let's make this happen. Yeah. Okay. And he goes, like, that's perfect. That's no problem. Like, I completely understand. Let's get your buddy home safe and all that. All right. Um, and then I go, okay, let's get in, man. I talked to the guy. He's cool. Just And he's like, no. So I had to cancel it. And then I get another. And then, like, some time goes by. I'm like, hey, if I call an Uber, you're going to call me? He goes, uh-huh. Promise. All right, call another Uber. <laughs> and we're about to like I, I'm getting him in the Uber. He sits, doors wide open. He fucking pukes. So I had to call cancel that Uber. Now I don't know if you know this, Sean, but when you cancel an Uber, they charge you for it. Yeah, five bucks is it? Well, for some reason, the second one was $17. Oh Jesus. So here I am. I'm now out like 30 bucks. Yeah. And I go to him, I go, I, I, you got to get your shit together, man. <laughs> he calls his, he calls his wife and like, like they have a kid together and like yeah. the, his father-in-law lives in the house. It's a lot like King of Queens. Right. So like she was going to go get him, which is stupid to me because in order for her to get him, she has to wake up her father to make sure that he is aware that she's not home in case anything happens with their kids. So he's going to watch. Then all this drama. happened. Yeah. Yeah. And I go to him. And then my 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 other buddy who has the temper finally loses it on him. You need to get your fucking shit together, man. You can't handle a nine minute car ride right now. 
And he just finally agrees. So I call a third fucking Uber. I call his <laughs> wife saying, don't leave. Just stay home. I'm going to yeah. take care of him. I'm going to get him home. Okay. He's finally starting to be reasonable. A thing I know about this buddy is he's done this to me before, but I forget about it because it's so sporadic. Like, it's very rare that he gets this. But he becomes a fucking child when he's four. Oh, like when he's bombed. Like, yeah. he becomes four years old. Like, I've seen his daughter have, like, a temper tantrum. <laughs> like, I've seen it. Like, like we're going to go here. I don't want to go. I'm not putting on my shoes. I'm not. And then he's doing exactly those things when he's out of his fucking mind. I love it when that happens, like when people go baseline. I love it later. I don't love it. I don't love it, but it's just funny. I love it later, like when I'm telling yeah. you about it and it's getting yeah. laughs and it's funny. For sure. Then I love it. At the time? <laughs> no. So the third Uber comes and like everyone's mad. We get him in. We get to where the truck is, but we have to like walk like around the corner. Cause I'm just like, you know what? We're close enough. I'm not fucking like we're playing with like we're, we're on borrowed time right now. Yeah. Get in the Uber. That cost me some money. Fucking whatever. We get to the truck and we're like on our way to the truck. But we, like before we get, once we get out of the Uber, he decides he needs to sit down. And I went, nah, no, fuck that. <laughs> I go, Hey man, we got to go to the truck. No, I just need a sec. No, you've had a sec. We've yeah. been waiting an hour and a half to get home. Like you've been fucking ruining the fucking evening. Get your shit together. An hour and a half. You're fucking moving. He goes, but I'm fucked up. Yeah. Whose fucking fault is that? I'm getting you home. Start fucking moving. And like, I just fucking start going like, I'm pissed, but I know I got, I can't leave you behind. You became his father in the moment. Oh my fucking God. And then like my other buddy's just like, he can see him. Like he's like, there's steam coming out of his fucking ears, like, <laughs> like breathing heavy. So, like, here I'm talking to him about like, what potential trips would you like to go on, man? Like, hey, wouldn't you like to see a university football team? What team <laughs> would you want to see? And then, like, that kind of like calms him down a little bit. He, m- my other buddy's like following us like a fucking small child and all that. Little hurt, stumbling around. And then we get to the truck and find out that there is like no gas oh jesus thomas okay we make it to a gas station i'm not going to add drama where there isn't any drama we, yeah. we make it to a gas station but it was a, like i'm pissed and i'm not going out of pocket more than i need to i say to my wife give me your wallet what do you mean give me your fucking wallet <laughs> all right hands me his wallet take his debit card you know you're paying for gas he goes i am you're paying for fucking gas all right, put in $40. Cool. I would have put in 20 but 40 is. He goes, oh, no, you said 20 You can't take that back. I go, okay, <laughs> I'll put in $20. I put in $40. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, like, Fuck him. <laughs> you're, you're upsetting us. You're paying for gas. That's fair. <laughs> so, hey, I get him. And I'm, I'm like, he's like passed out in the back seat now. He has his wallet back. Like, he's passed out. My buddy that like is like upset just wants a king can. It's like three, two thirty in the morning. Quebec starts stops selling booze like at, in stores at eleven. Yeah, like, like at, like in Alberta, you can go at like one thirty in the morning, get yourself a beer, and then you can like go ahead. This is true. Summer. Yeah, Quebec doesn't fly that way. You got to eleven. So, 
that's all he wants. And I go like, man, like you've lived here for a while now. Like, you know that they won't sell you a beer, right? Like it's just not going to fly. Right. Anyway, he goes and he fucks off. Like, like he like drops the subject. I get him home and I'm about to like pull up to the buddy that owns the truck, his place. I go like, can I borrow your truck to take him home? Cause getting him out of it is going to be a pain in the ass. He goes, yeah. Tommy, no problem. We'll drop off buddy number one, take his truck, take drunky Brewster home. And then I come back to buddy number one's place, drop off a car, get in mine, go home. Following day, <laughs> I get a call. He's like, hey, man, like, sorry. But okay. I go, dude, like, you have no idea how much of a pain in the ass you were. Do you remember, like, at all, like, anything? It was like bits and pieces, like, First and foremost, you cost me like 50 to 60 bucks in Uber. He's <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Like all the ones I had to cancel and the one that you almost puked in. Yeah. They charged me for that shit. <laughs> uh, and then he goes like, I'm sorry, man. Can I take you out to lunch? And I went, yeah, you can. <laughs> and I proceeded to run up the bill as high as I possibly could within within reason. That's awesome. But like anything that I wanted, no, no, I'm going to get extra. I have a Caesar with my lunch and I was going to make it a double. I'm going to have another one. No, 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 I want this. I want that. His daughter was there. Get her another one. Like get her some ice cream. <laughs> Fuck that. Like it was just like, no, no, let's. Like, it's let's, time. It's payback yeah, yeah, yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. Let, let me run up the bill a little bit. And that was like my Friday night. Jesus. Yeah. Friday during the day, though, was quite nice. I got a haircut and a beard shave. Nice. Nothing wrong with that. I'm not sure about you, man, but I love, like, like that is, like, the one thing I do to pamper myself. Yeah. And, um, like, I used to go to this one place in Montreal called John's, but somehow, like, the ownership changed, and then the vibe of the place is just, it's not the same. Yeah. And I just, it's not why I went there. You know, like, I like a good vibe. So my buddy, Zach, his dad was going, like, listen, if I pay for it, you'll go see my guy. I went, if you'll pay for it, there's not a lot of things I won't do. Pretty much. Yeah. So I go to like a salon for the first time in my life. And I don't know how much this guy costs, but I'll tell you this right now. He was worth every fucking penny. Hmm. So like uh, I said, like, I just wanted to clean up the beard, which was getting like really scraggly and messy. And then, like, you know, I just wanted a little bit shorter and then, like, you know, enough for, like, some play. And, like, honestly, my, my buddy's dad says, you're the best. You have free reign. Just, you know, yeah, do what you do. And he's like, I got you. He was this, like, little Italian man named Armando. Nice. And he was just, like, the sweetest guy. Like, I just wanted to be his friend after. <laughs> like, I think, like, wherever I end up living, like, I'll keep flying back to Montreal to keep going to this fucking guy. That is how much <laughs> I enjoyed this experience. And so, like, you know, he did the spritz and then he starts cutting my hair and then, like, he does, like, the trimming. And, like, I think we're wrapping up. No, sir. He gave me, like, a fucking hot towel treatment and then got, like, the 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 shaving cream and the straight razor and then, like, did the hot towel, like, three more times and then checked his work and then a, a little more of the trim. And then he got the cold towels. And then he got this, like, hand massager. It's this, like, big square like like rectangular block that just vibrates right and he starts giving me like 
a head and face and neck massage. Like this wasn't a haircut. This was a pampering. This was an experience. I, I left in like a mood. Like I was just, ah. yeah. my buddy's dad showed up to pay the bill. He hands me $10 to tip the guy. I kept the 10. I gave him a 20. Like it just went like, thank you. Just yeah, thank you. Like, that's awesome. I, like, I, have you ever had a, like an experience like that? Well, like I have my regular guy I go to Eddie the barber here in Edmonton. He's yeah. super consistent. Always cuts your hair so nice that I often go back to him, but he doesn't do like straight razor cutting. Okay. And so what, when I have a beard and it's like, I, I did this once, like it just on a whim, I decided to go to a barber and I had a very similar experience to you, you know, like the guy, he's an artist. And that's what I usually say to these guys. Cause it's what they do for a living. I'm like, I, I, I tell them what I want, like, you know, my beard gone or cleaned up. I want my hair, like, you know, a little something left in the top, shorter on the sides. That's and I'm like, you're an artist, do your thing. Like I'm your palette, paint me. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. And uh, so I just let them run, let them run. But the barber experience that I got to do that same thing, hot towels, he massaged my shoulders while yeah. he's doing it, neck, head, yeah. face. Yeah. You leave there and you're just like, oh man, like I need that sometimes. Oh, I also got like a, like a shampoo and hair wash there too. Nice. Like, that is like the greatest thing. Oh, dude. When you're not doing it, when you have someone else to do it, you feel like a king. You're being pampered oh. like a king and they treat oh. you that way. Some of the guys that are the pros, like your guy was an older guy, my guy was an older guy. Yeah. So maybe it's just the way things used to be. But damn, I honestly like I would probably keep making appointments with that guy, fly in, get it done and then go back to my life. Honestly, too, like it's not as expensive as you like for how good you feel afterwards. It's not as expensive as what you think. Usually at rate like it's around 60 to 80 dollars for a full straight razor cut with care. Yeah. And like I was just like I was just so happy. Like, honestly, it was. Like I was just in a good mood. Yeah, it, it helps. Have you ever had like a pedicure or a manicure? No, you? I've had a pedicure. I don't like them touching my hands because I work yeah. with them and I don't want them to get fucked up. But I uh, let them do my feet one time. Crystal wanted to go. And I was like, yeah, fuck. You know, she's been trying working on me for a while. There's, It's really nice, man. They just ultimately fucking massage the shit out of your feet and legs and leave you smelling good and feeling like when you walk out of there, if you like, you don't notice your soreness sometimes. We just like kind of ignore it in our feet and ankles and legs but afterwards you're just like jesus christ like for 30 40 bucks whatever it is like money fucking well spent if you went in the same day you got the pedicure done where like massage shit out your feet like cut your toenails clean out your fucking shit you didn't even know you needed cleaned out yeah and then you go afterwards for a cut and a shave fuck that actually does sound like a nice day it's like a fucking awesome day and you know it's like men get a a lot of shit about from other men about doing these things but then when you do it you're like i don't give a fuck what anybody says about anything i am fucking feeling good because it yeah. feels good fuck everyone yeah. else fuck just you know what? that's that's a thing i probably wouldn't mind doing it's just yeah. like a it's got to be the right time and like you know it's usually with another woman but i know a lot of guys now who go by themselves because they're like fuck that shit you don't want to feel good yeah no no i probably you know what you're right fuck me i do want to feel good i think if i was ever like seeing somebody and they're like i would probably egg them on to go so then i can go with them you know what i mean yeah oh for sure it's just a nice experience yeah um it's the same thing me and karen do sometimes with guys because we'll go up to someone at a party or buddy of ours another buddy like you, you use bath bombs 
Like, do you know what a bath bomb is? First of all, you know what a bath bomb is, yeah. Yeah. So we're like, you use bath bombs. Guys, like, no, I'm like, I'll act all macho. And me and Karen just fucking tear them to shreds. Like, you're such a bitch. You don't use fucking bath bombs. What kind of fucking asshole are you? Just go off on them. And then the guy's like, I, but I thought I was the manly one for not using them. And I'm not like big on baths because I just feel like I'm stewing in my own. Look at it this way, though. Like, it's a matter of perspective. I understand the stew part. Have a quick shower first. Just a quick shower off, fill it up, fucking relax. Because cowboys used to bathe. Like, you got to think about it that way. Yeah. The manliest of men that fucking walk this planet at times. Yeah. The pioneer cowboys, they fucking had a I bath think if I ever treated there. myself to, like, a nice tub, then I would. That makes but, sense. Like, I haven't had, like, a good tub in a while. And, uh, and like, I, but I do, like, a shower with good, like, water pressure. That, to me, is super relaxing. Oh, fuck yeah. So... Like I think I would more be more inclined to just like good shower pressure over a bath anytime. Like unless like someone like professional like drew it for me or something like yeah. that. Like, or someone that knew what they were doing. Like you know that scene in Friends where Monica makes Chandler a bath? Yeah. Like it would need to be done that way. Whereas, Honestly though, like being a guy, you could just get a bath bomb sometime, fill up your fucking tub, sit in it, drop that shit in, smell good, feel good, live yeah. good. Just saying. Yeah. Do you have your own like rubber duck for the bathtub? No, I don't. Sadly, I have a pillow. If I'm going to have a bath, I can have a bath every day. But if I'm like had a tough week or just yeah. want to unwind and relax, like it's fucking nice. You just lay there in the warmth and feel fucking good. Smell good afterwards. You're like, shit, yeah. I'll watch a movie or something on my phone while I do it. They have like these fun kind of rubber ducks now. Like you can get like Lord of the Rings, like rubber ducks or uh, nice. and you can get Star Trek. So if I ever come across <laughs> a, Spock, a Spock rubber duck, I'll take it. It's coming your way. You know what? They should have a, a rubber duck that holds your phone for you. Yeah. So you oh, yeah, you'll like, probably like watch something, right? Yeah. Float that shit around. You can get like it. one of those like floating boards, like, like, uh, like a little like platform. That's, buoyant. that's cool too. Yeah. I, like you said, like you need a good tub, especially being a bigger boy. Like yeah. I, there ain't a lot of fucking real estate to spare. Yeah. You need, you need a good tub. So if I, I ever... see them sometimes and I'm like, Oh my God, I want one. So far. yeah. So if I ever trip and fall, I'll invest in like a good tub. But in, in that meantime, it's just going to be like one of those things that I'm just going to have to be okay with not doing. For sure. It's funny. Like what ultimately what we're talking about between the barber and self-care yeah. it's fucking important. Oh, don't, it is be, important. don't be afraid and ashamed to ever fucking do that. The people yeah. listening out there, it's like, if it makes you fucking feel good and you, and you need to do it, like the there's nothing wrong with spending charged. a few extra bucks on something Fuck that no. makes you like, just feel Zen again. Like you just 100%. gotta, I'm like, I, I love getting a haircut. I love getting my beard trim and all that. Like, I, like it genuinely makes me feel yeah uh, much better. Like afterwards, like I feel good about myself. Like I like, like it when like, this is like cleaner and all that For stuff. Sure. And it's a thing I don't trust myself to do. Like every single time I try to like trim my beard myself, I have friends <laughs> that are pros at it. And I know it's a responsible thing to do if, when you have a beard. It's just like, I'm not good at it. Uh, and like Same. something goes on uneven and it never like. It's hard to balance. Yeah. It's an art form. Yeah. Every time I shave, I leave myself like, yeah, we've talked about this before. I'll do like the full yeah, cut down to the mutton chops and then cut yeah. down to a mustache, cut down to a goatee, like yeah. mix it up just to see. But I just, I can't, it's like yeah. a, you can't boost yourself when you're doing it. But when you go to a barber and he cleans you up and it looks nice, you're just like yeah. the tapering that they fucking do and shit. Like, you know, it's, it's impressive. Yeah. And I used to like never rock a beard either. So when I was younger, like I have to like, I would just take it down to the wood all the time. Like I remember once, like, like every single time I would nick my face like once or twice every shave to yeah. the point where like 
I even put on Facebook, like, it would be great if one time I can shave my face and not fucking cut myself. <laughs> and your dad was like, one day you'll get there. And it's just like a nice little jab there, Uncle Steve. Really appreciate it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. It's, it's, you never get there. Yeah. You're always, you can't see what's under the hair. There might be a little fucking skin flex sticking up that you fucking. Sh- yeah. Some of them are impressive when you're like standing there shaver, shaving and there's yeah. fucking blood like dripping down your chest and you're yeah. like, what the fuck? Like how is and like you barely even feel it. Like it's such yeah, a quick thing. Nothing. Yeah. So yeah, no, it, it's one of those things. So if I'm gonna like I can take it down to the wood now, like I have like my own little thing. Like, but I rarely do it. Like I like myself with a beard. Anything that covers more covers up more of my face, I'm all for it. Yeah. Um I'm 50 <laughs> yeah. 50. Yeah. So like I'll, I'll just keep going to like whatever uh barber. I, I do like the experience of trying to find like a cool new barber shop. Like, do you do this stuff? Like, 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 like here I am. I'm a free agent here. Like, I'll be your regular if this is like for sure. Table. Like, no, and that's one thing. Like, I haven't found my go-to guy yet, which is frustrating. Go-to girl yeah. because I yeah I have like a couple times good experience, and then a, a third time where I'm like, oh Jesus, that didn't work out well at all. Um, there's a spot I used to love going to in Edmonton. It was my favorite. Like it was around the corner from where I live, but like, it was like a dope barbershop. It's on, it's called legends. Okay. It's I've heard on, of it. Uh, it's on 82nd and 99, 99th, okay. 98th or something like, like that. By the ESO. Yeah. Like across the street. Okay. And uh, we're like, they're, they have that uh, corner store. I think it now like it was a max, but it makes yeah, yeah, yeah. Circle K, and they have like the liquor depot. Yeah, I know the and one. There's a tattoo shop and a massage parlor. Okay. But Legends is in that strip. And uh, that's where I went, and I always love what they did. Like, nice. So if you're looking for a cool new place to go, yeah, uh, sounds good. go there, tell them Thomas sent you, and they would have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I'd be yeah. like, yeah, Thomas uh, from Two Sides of the Story, that huge podcast, you know. You- yeah. he told he, he talked about it on there so i had to come check you guys out and they'll be mm-hmm. like what and then mm-hmm. they'll listen and then they'll tell everyone because we fucking promoted their shit yeah i think you should really try this theory out i think that's 100 yeah. percent a good idea it is i think so too anyway yeah. <laughs> so yeah um that's funny so uh i heard uncle john did me a favor but i'm gonna let you tell the story here yeah so us being Canadians, we could not get into the hot chip challenge Pacao site in order to deliver some chips. So Uncle John, a fan of the podcast, decided to help you out and he ordered some chips. So they'll be they've already arrived in Boston and he's going to be heading home in a little bit here and he'll be shipping one up to you or possibly if he's feeling good and fielding up for the drive, he might. Oh, fuck, you're not in Montreal anymore. I'm not shit on me i was gonna say because i said to him because there's been a lot of like speculation on what exactly happened that night you know what i mean a lot of people are thinking i i don't th- i think he fucking threw it in the garbage and he didn't need it a lot of people are saying like you know it's just oh coincidentally the backup video failed too and like there was a lot of talk right so john suggested that he drive up from boston to montreal make a special trip to come so that he can make sure that it goes down legit and videotape it himself I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to this. I think we'll see, like really you were saying, there might be patches where you're back in Montreal. So if, they, yeah. if the moon's align, if not, he'll ship it to wherever the fuck you're at in the country. It doesn't yeah. matter. But yeah. it's coming. We got the chip people. 
Chip Challenge 2 is on. The chippening. Yes. This Ooh, time like we'll film it. <laughs> we need to make us. I'm going to make try to make a sexy iMovie uh, trailer for this. <laughs> Do what you can. One chip, then. one man, two sides of the story. Will Presents. Thomas fuck us over? I mean, accidentally. I mean, okay. Like you saw me on the phone when I called you. Like I was in pain. Uh, I didn't think you were in any pain because you were all drunk and like oh. on performance enhancers and shit. So you were like, I don't know. I don't know what to believe. I don't know. First and foremost, we never laid down any rules. I didn't know that I wasn't allowed to have a little bit of liquor. Courage. This next time we're going to have a specific fucking list of rules ready to go <laughs> down to the time of the eating of the chip. 11 a.m. We, we all talked about it. Uh, 11 a.m. and has to be yeah. at 11 a.m. I got like I couldn't get your guys in on it, but I got the council in the West here to sit down and talk about this, and we came up with a few ground rules. But who's that? Like Un- you, Kieran, and your dad? Uncle John made Uncle it, dad. in. my dad wasn't around at the time, but John oh. was there, and him and Kieran were talking shit together about it because they're pissed. But oh, fuck. how do you think I feel? I'm more pissed to be yeah. honest. With you. John's you like that deal a, with all this. That was a hundred and fifty dollar fucking chip, and Thomas just threw it in the fucking garbage. And I was like, no, John, he didn't do that. John, no. It wasn't $150. No, 130 or something like that. Fuck, you guys paid full price like for that? Yeah, we had to get them off eBay, but it's not a big deal. Well, it kind of is. Well, like, they were pissed at the time, obviously, but it is what it is now. Like, he's okay. gotten over it. He, he went and got another chip, so he's like, okay, better fucking work. Hence him maybe driving up. But for For the record, I did eat it. I know that there's no evidence to prove this. I have like three witnesses and they're all giving me a fucking hard time about it. But <laughs> um, I did eat it. I, I can't wait till the episode of the podcast where we like we switch to the chair that's sitting next to you. OK, this is Albert. He was there. Uh, hi, Albert. Can you please tell us what you witnessed that day? Um, guys like so Thomas uh, and he looks over at you. I saw him put it in his mouth. I really did. Yeah. And then there's like another credible, not so credible. You know, it, it could just go on from there. But anywho, we're going to make it happen for you guys out there who are waiting to watch this shit live. And I've heard that the 2021 release packs a bigger punch. Yeah. So I'm excited for that, too. So we'll see what happens. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to go into it pretty arrogant because when I did do the last one, mm-hmm. Like, sure, maybe the beer played a factor, but, like... We've done some scientific research since then, so alcohol does allow you to take on spice a lot better than non-alcohol. Like, if you're a sober person versus a drunk person, the drunk person will not feel the effects as much. There's something in it that, like, cuts down on the acids. And then also the chip itself can lose its spice effectiveness after the... Because it was the 2018 version, right? Yeah. And so 19, 20, 21, like, three years old, it loses a lot of that, like, punch when we did it it was like fucking brand new out of the factory so this 2021 when you're getting brand new out of the factory we'll see you might yeah i I will say this though like it did taste like a three-year-old chip yeah like it was fucking stale stale. it was stale yeah that's tough yeah so we'll see it should be fun John did buy extras, so I don't know what I know. He he's thinking about eating one too because he's. I just gotta know what it tastes like. You know, oh, he's excited fair. about it. That's fair. If uh, if he got you one, would you want to do a three way podcast Zoom call? Fuck no. <laughs> no, do it all I can't together? take those chances with my tummy. The way it fucked up last time, I was yeah. like, if this kills me, <laughs> well, what a way to it. go. What's that? What a way to go. 
it would be a way to go and it would be like on the news like and then the podcast would be fucking huge because people yeah. would be listening to it because of the news and yeah. wanted to hear how the fuck I came to this demise. Yeah. No, fuck that shit. Oh, I guess you're not as committed to the podcast as I am, but whatever. Although I did already <laughs> eat one and I did post the video, like the whole video. So there's yeah. that. <laughs> maybe you did, maybe you didn't. That could have been doctored footage. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like how you're trying to throw shade but it's just not sticking to the wall <laughs> no not at all not at all it was cute though i liked it i tried my best yeah you gotta defend it right I, you know i got honor you know that's what i got that's i know I got that's now. what makes it so funny is like i believe you i i believe i sean sides believe that thomas ate the chip but you can't just say something like that and then end it with but like you got to say the sentence and then we stop talking about it. <laughs> I like imperial evidence. That's all I can say. Yeah. Like, if you told me, Sean, man, like, I saw a fucking UFO. Sean, you have to believe me. I saw a UFO. I want to believe you. But unless I see that fucking video, yeah, I just think you're a little bit fucking crazy. So, no, like, you, it's possible there was no party. It's possible you were alone. It's possible there was no Alberto. It was just you and four teddy bears sitting in a room and you're like, eh, I ate it. Like we don't fucking know. There's no empirical evidence. So there's no Alberto. <laughs> well, like there were people there because there was like a filming of the buildup to it. Like, right. Yeah, I guess there's that, that that there is proof. And like, <laughs> I did point out who Alberto was when we did hit, like finally did hit record. It just freaks me out. Cause I've seen, have you seen uh, Russell Crowe's a beautiful mind? Yeah, I've seen it too, and I happen to know that you have a beautiful mind, so it just <laughs> freaks me out that connection. You know, I don't know. It just could just be my head the whole time. <laughs> Thomas, there was no one holding the camera. <laughs> but yeah, I hope now, I this is gonna over. this is gonna happen one way or another. And once we get uh, my hands on the chip, fuck yeah, there will there will be uh, no dilly dallying. We'll. Like the day I get the chip, I'll put out a video saying I got it this weekend. Be there, be square. It's happening. Alberta will no be nowhere near the fucking place I do it, <laughs> and uh, all will be well. Be in the world. We need. Hopefully, Uncle John makes it up there and does the video. That, that would be that would be a fun thing to do. I would I wouldn't mind doing that. Um, well, it'll be a thing to figure out. Like oh, right, yeah. right, right we'll now, my my life is a. A little bit in limbo, Canadian limbo right now. Indeed. But or like Canadian roulette, because you're rolling the dice in a lot of ways. You don't know where they're going to land, what yeah. they're going to fucking numbers are going to show. Yeah. Like if I end up in PEI, Uncle John, you're welcome to come to Charlottetown. If I end up in any of the three cities I applied for in New Brunswick, hey, let's go get some lobster rolls while we're healing. Um, <laughs> you much. know? Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. So there's a, you know, there's a lot there's a lot to be had and uh, a lot to be figured out so we'll get there we'll get it all figured out oh show it'll be fun going back for you when you listen to this podcast later on and you'll be like man i didn't have any of that shit figured out and then like a couple weeks three weeks four weeks from now you're gonna have it all fucking figured out and you're gonna be like ah that feels better well that's kind of the way i am like it's the like life kind of just happens and i go like i don't know what the fuck is happening i just gotta do it and yeah. then then it's over and done with and you're just like <laughs> That was a shit show, but here we are, and now we're doing this. Perfect. Oh, show. Yeah. So there's just like a whole bunch of that. So there's gonna be a lot of back and forth in my life right now, but hopefully, it all gets resolved uh, soon. 
Indeed. Yes, sir. All right. Um, I think that wraps up today's podcast. Yeah, I think so. It's been a pretty good one. Not going to yeah. lie. Uh, just a reminder, if you guys want to like give us your recommendations or you want to give your own question of the week, you can hit us up on the email, two sides of the story pod at gmail.com. Get involved, ask us questions. Um, you can hit us up on the Instagram as well uh, at two sides of the story pod. And uh, what else we got? Oh, we got the TikTok. TikTok? Yeah. yeah, we got the TikTok. <laughs> two sides of the story name. pod. And then we have the Facebook group that uh, I'll be honest, I don't care for too much only because I don't give two shits about Facebook. Love all the fans that are there. <laughs> not give a shit about the platform in general. But hey, we like you. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Right on. Well, yeah. this has been one side of the story. I'm Sean Sides. And I'm Thomas Sides. This is the other side of the story. Have a great week, everybody. Live long and prosper, everyone. Sides of the story. Two sides of the story. With Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story. On TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod. And if you want to send us an email, send it to two sides of the story pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.